Hello, I'm James Wrigley, and you're about to listen to the audio from another one of my LinkedIn Lunchtime Lives that are streaming live Monday to Friday at 12.30 on both LinkedIn and Facebook. Uh, today's guest is Barry Lavelli. Uh, if you're in the financial planning world in Australia, you've probably come across Barry at one of the many conferences that he speaks at. He's a bit of a coach and mentor to uh, financial advisors and has a great way of viewing the world. Uh, this interview, he was sitting at his home in Canada. I'm here in Melbourne, the beauty of the internet. We, all we had to do was manage time zones. So it was the evening the day before of this recording. Barry shares some really great tips for financial advisors uh, that are helping their clients navigate uh, these changes that are going on at the moment, but then also individuals that are maybe facing retirement and challenge. And, and his view is to take this time to reassess what is a real priority for you in your life. Uh, this was a real highlight of mine for the last couple of weeks in these lives. I do hope you enjoy as much as I did. Hello, everyone. Not that there's probably anyone there yet. We've only just switched on the live Friday. It's just gone 12.30. Uh, back for another lunchtime live. Thank you for, for joining us or if you're catching this on the replay. I'm fortunate enough to, today to have uh, Barry LaValle join me uh, any of my financial planning colleagues may have come across Barry uh, in, in the past through the the, uh, the financial planning conferences and those kind of things. I've, I've had the pleasure of seeing Barry speak a few times in the past. So thank you for joining me today, Barry. Oh, my pleasure. Um, yes, yeah, so it was it was great of you to uh, to kind of agree to to talk to me. Um, you're not in Australia at, at the moment. So maybe we'll start with kind of where are you and, and where am what time I? of day is it? And yeah, well, you know what? It's, it's, it was easy to try and make the time. I wasn't going anywhere. So uh, <laughs> uh, I am on the west coast of Canada. I'm on Vancouver Island in a place called Nanaimo. Yep. Um, and uh, if you know where Victoria is or Butchard Gardens, where a lot of people would holiday, I'm just yeah. in that area. So a lot, of, a lot of cruise ships would otherwise trying to be get around to that type of area. I know my parents have been on some trips over there and, and, and loved it. Uh, cruises. So, in uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's a beautiful place to live. I'm out. I look at the boats going uh, across to Vancouver right now. I can see the ferry and uh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. So, so what's life like for you over there at, at the moment? Are you in being confined or where, where are things at? Well, confined as in uh, no social distance or, you know, practicing social distancing. Yep. They haven't shut down us, me taking my dog out for a walk, for example, mm -hmm. uh, or my wife and I going for walks and we go to the grocery store, but practice social distancing there. Yep. Uh, I had to get some blood work done today at a lab and uh, uh, only one person allowed in at a time. And uh, you made sure and everybody's all gowned. And you, so you make sure you keep your distance. Um, we haven't uh, here haven't had the experience that they've had in the U.S. and in Eastern Canada, but I think that uh, uh, that doesn't mean we won't get it. It just means that ours is later in coming, uh, perhaps a lot like yours. Mm. But, uh, yeah, in the U.S., James, it's awful. It is just yeah. Awful. I, I was chatting to someone earlier in the week that's uh, that's in on, on the New York side, and yeah, he's saying it's it, it's absolutely horrible. We're, the experience that we've got. Here, I'm, I'm in Melbourne, uh, is very much the same as what you've said. You know, we've, we're still able to go out and walk the dog and go to the shops and those kind of things. It's just if you can work from home, work from home. 
um, childcare is still operating. Schools are it's on school holidays now anyway, so that's that's taken yeah, a bit of uh, They shut all that down. They have. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, they're like they shut my golf course down. I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. There is no socialization at all, and mm. the only businesses that are open are businesses that they deem to be essential businesses. So yep. you've got banks, although you go to a bank, nobody's in it. Hmm. Uh, you've got, uh, you know, gas stations or, or petrol stations. You've got uh, stores, uh, not stores, but grocery stores. And that's yep. it. Nothing else. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if, look, if anyone's there watching, there's a few people kind of going in and out. Have you got any questions for myself or Barry, particularly my financial planning colleagues, just drop them in the, in, in the comments and we'll try and get to them uh, a little later on. So it's, it's Thursday evening where, where you are. Is that Thursday the, evening at yeah. uh, six thirty-five? Yeah. Have you had dinner yet? Is it? Is it I been just did. When I was yeah. back, uh, my wife made spinach salad and uh, chicken, so yeah. it was all great. Yeah. All great. Yeah. And it, the other are, are the supermarkets being like the shelves being decimated, like like they have been over here, or so. No, and I, I think, and I tend to suspect that in Canada as well as Australia, when the shelves are empty, it's a supply chain problem mm. that gets fixed the next day. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've got the same issue here as you have as, as far as toilet paper and all sorts yeah. of things. You know, that's the same here too. Yeah, okay. Yep. But there's lots of, everything's, there are lots of food. Yep. And so you, you're generally coping well then by the sounds of things? Yeah, but... But it's scary, and I don't know how you feel about it, but it is scary. I found out today that my sister-in-law, who is a flight attendant, uh, has got COVID-19. So yeah. my mother, who is 89 years old and lives in a senior citizen's home, uh, they're, they're in complete lockdown. Nobody gets in uh, except for their staff, but you don't know where their staff has been. Mm. So, you know, and, and, and I'm sure it's not going to take long before we know people who have passed away or get, got very sick and they don't have to just be elderly. So yeah. you just think, gosh, I've never been through something like this before. No, you know, it's, it's, it, is, it is quite scary, isn't it? And it's not until you actually start to, not until there's people that you actually know or, you know, family that are either losing jobs or become sick or something like that, that it becomes a whole lot more real. Like I've now got... A couple of clients that have that have been you know made redundant for periods of time or or you know are, are, are very close to losing their jobs and all of a sudden it's becoming quite real for, for me too fortunately none of my immediate family has been impacted in in any way so far but it's it's more from the, the clients that i work with i'm starting to see a bit of an impact there um well, if everybody skates through it i think that's that's great we got lucky but i just I just don't see that this thing is going to be over for quite a while. And I'm not yeah. a pessimist. I'm just not. Yeah. But we haven't seen the downside of this yet. Um, yeah. So we just got to hang in there. Um, I, I know of people who have been laid off or don't work. Um, and, um, you know, we take look at it at our own situation. I mean, every speaking gig that I've had for booked and paid for for the next six months, it's, they've canceled. Yeah. And justifiably so. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. you got to say, all right, like, I, again, being the optimist, optimist, what's plan B? Because there has to be a plan B. I can't just throw up my hands and say, I'll hide under a cover until things things improve. Mm. Uh, you know, I want to keep going. Yeah. So are, are any of the any of the, the groups or organizations who you may have had speaking gigs lined up with, are any of them 
open to doing like video conferencing and Zoom and those kind of things, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, uh, there's a firm in Perth, for example, that I do a lot of work with who uh, You're there. I think we've frozen or lost you. Yeah, no, I, that's okay. It just oh, it comes are. and goes, okay. I guess. There you are. Somebody okay. explained to me at my provider today how this all works. But um, uh, you're saying there's a firm in Perth that you do some work with. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. You're saying there's a firm in Perth that you do some work there's with. In Perth that I do a lot of work with, and yeah. uh, we're going to do a series of video chats. Uh, we've got 10 on different topics around retirement and it's all based on, okay, so what's the future look like? What are you going to do? Uh, how does this affect your life? You know, when you look at it, it's a lot of what you're doing. Mm. Um, and so we'll have 10 different subjects and 10 different chats on what these things are, what the yeah. issues are going to be. So I've got things like that. Um, I'm, I'm doing some stuff in New Zealand, much the same way. I've got a couple of things in the U S that I'm doing. So yeah, they, not everybody. There's still a whole group of financial advisors out there, James, who have just hid their head in the sand. Yeah. And they're paralyzed. And client says to them, well, what is this? Is this the end of the world? And they trot out those mountain charts of stocks, bonds, bills, and cash to show them how stocks always do well over the long run. And, um, uh, you know, a lot of information that is basically useless. Hmm. Is they don't know what else to say. I mean, mm. uh, you know, is this time, is, is it different? And of course the advisor, oh no, it's never different. Let me show you what happened during the pandemic of 1918. And you know, um, how the high tech stocks performed back then, you know, yeah. I mean, um, but um, if a client feels like it's different, that means they think it's different. I mean, it's simple. And so we have to approach them in a different way. That's that old saying, and you've heard me talk about this before. You can't counter emotion with logic. Yeah. And I just think I see some of the stuff advisors are coming back to clients with or firms are putting out. And I'm thinking, what a load of garbage. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, the, so your work would normally see you on a plane bouncing around diff different countries for, for most yeah. of the year. Yeah, yeah I, I do. I've got a, a contract in Canada with a large insurer and they've taken my retirement stuff and they've added it to the benefit package or program that they've put together for potential clients and they're going to market it hmm. uh, because it, it, it includes a lot of the money parts of things, but it also has added a, uh, a, a life planning part, which I think is the big thing that's often missed in retirement planning. Yeah. And so I don't have to go anywhere for that. I can just stay at home and do that. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Perfect. So it sounds like there's a there's a bit of work on for you that whilst the speaking gigs may have may have been cancelled, there's there's opportunities for doing other things to keep. Well, but you gotta find them. And mm. whether it's your clients who are running into problems or other advisors who might be listening to this, um, this is our lot in life at the moment and you can hide or you can make something of it and uh, successful people will make something of it. They will look at this and go, all right, I can't change it. So there's not much I can worry about. Worst case scenario, um, you know, well, whatever the worst case scenario is, I suppose. But the fact is you're here 
and you're healthy, hopefully, and you got to live, you got to keep going on. Hmm. So we were talking before this. Changed. Yeah. We were, you know? we were talking before, before I switched on the live saying that, you know, like in a previous life, many years ago, you, you worked as a financial advisor, but now more, what would you call it? More like a coach to financial advising businesses or something? What, how would you describe it? Um, well, I, I title myself a retirement educator. Okay. But I'm, I have two things that I do. I'm a retirement educator and I've written a number of books on retirement, on the non-financial aspects of retirement. And what we go through as we make that transition. Yeah. Uh, much of the speaking I've done in Australia is in that area. But my secondary is to uh, focus on communicating effectively with people and myself along with David Hines from Melbourne. I've, mm -hmm. I've, uh, uh, I've written a book called The Life First Advisor, which has gone over really well around the world. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's to help advisors understand how to talk to their clients about life issues, about the needs, concerns, opportunities, and threats that clients have before you even sit down and build a financial plan. I was talking to someone yesterday saying that I was speaking to you and he turned around and he said, oh, I think I've got Barry's book on the on the shelf. Over. <laughs> I love you for that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's certainly well, well received. Thank you. Um, so, so maybe if we spend a few minutes talking on, if you've got the time to, like some, some of these transitions. Yeah. <laughs> That's the beauty of trying to organize chats with people like this at the moment. Everyone's coming back saying, I've got nothing else to do. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, I've got 20 minutes. I can I can speak with you. So it's, it's working well. But maybe some of those transitions. So there's, there's people out there, whether they're watching this or people that are watching this, maybe advisors for those. There's, a, there's probably a, a large proportion of people that are, you know, in their 60s plus that might actually be getting redundancy packages and those kind of things that they won't actually go back to work and maybe they're going to be okay. But can you maybe talk through some of those transitions that people go through, the, the non-financial ones? Well, the, this is a different time. And so a lot of people may, again, may find themselves suddenly retired or say, all right, look, I, I was supposed to retire at 65 or 67, whatever it is. I'm 65 now. Why wait? Why don't we just do it now? Mm. But I think as in regular retirement in normal times, uh, I really believe people should take a close look at the kind of life that they want to live. And as I'm saying this, I'm also thinking, well, why would that just apply to somebody who's going into retirement? I think this gives us the opportunity for a reset mm -hmm. to look at the things in our lives that are important. And mm -hmm. If we don't like our jobs and we can change them if we, you know, once this all blows over, as I think it will someday, but it's time for a reset. And for somebody moving into retirement, a reset is to look at your life and go, all right, so you're only 67, which by the way, is what I am. Hmm. What do you want for the rest of your life? Um, hopefully you have good health. You can't count on anything these days, hmm. but what do I want out of life? What, what are my, and I call these my, my operating words in, in uh, uh, making a plan for the future at any age. And that's number one is opportunity. What are your opportunities in your life? The second thing is as you look at your life, what can you control and what can't you control? 
one thing it will come down to, James, is that, you know, you can't control health and all those things, but you can always control your attitude. You can control the effectiveness of the money or financial resources you have because you can set out plans, work with advisors. You've got control over that. Hmm. And if everything's tied up in the stock market and you don't know why, other than you were going to double your money, well, you've got control over that too. <laughs> you need to go to an advisor and get them to slap you. And then let's, let's figure out what we can control. Yeah. Um, third word is resilience. Um, as we get older, we've got to learn to roll with the punches. And this is a skill that is being severely tested right now. How much can you roll with the punches? You get up, look at your portfolio every day and say, that's it. You know, it's the end of the world. Uh, we've got to continue to move on. And uh, if it's a new world, then we've got to be able to, you know, to morph into whatever this new world will require. Yeah. The fourth one is, um, is going to be time. Um, what can you do in the time that you've got? I mean, at 67, and you've heard me say this before, I think, hmm. but I'm closer to death than I am to Woodstock. All right. Well, <laughs> okay, what can I do with this? What's important in my life as far as where I spend my time, how I spend my time? And that leads directly to the next word, which is balance. And I got to balance my life, but I can't balance my life until I figure out what are the important pieces that will make a demand on me and on the resources I have. And then the last word, simplicity. Yeah. Um, I got to look at myself in this world and at any age say how can I make my life as simple as I possibly can hmm. don't want any debt got to pay it off got to make a plan so that so much of what happens in my life just happens without me having to worry about it so that's kind of the oh. again. I think that's Oh, you're there. Yeah. Oh, you're back. There you are. In and out. There we are. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. I got you. Yeah, we got got you back there. Um, yeah, that, that 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 was really good. Thank you for for sharing that, Barry. I'm actually gonna watch this back on the replay and make some notes myself. Hey, no problem. No problem. <laughs> um, I hey, might. Three. Yeah. Um, I just might just have have a look at um, some some questions and things. I actually had quite a few comments come come through, which is uh uh, which is good. So David King is a is a student, financial advising student uh, here here in Melbourne, who's who's been watching along, enjoying it. Uh, Graham's been uh, uh, been tuning in a lot to these uh, these videos. So Graham, hopefully yeah, they're still there. Uh, it's been really interested to see your perspective from the other side of the world. And I think that, that with the guest that I had on earlier in the week from that was on the New York side uh, was 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 really interesting too. Um, yes, a lot of a lot of people in there saying thank you for for sharing. I think there's a lot of value in that. A lot of advisors struggling at the moment with what to do and how to how to how they should be communicating with their clients. You know, as as you pointed out, you know, it's 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 all too easy to to bring in that graph that kind of goes like this and say it's all going to be right. It'll eventually go back up, but that's not what people want to hear. Well, you know, the older we are, um, you know, you don't measure your time in years necessarily, and um, I don't have time for things to come back. So I hope hmm. that I have, I have done the right things as far as simplifying my portfolio, 
Uh, I've got out of the speculation game entirely. I have a financial advisor and I've got, gosh, 40 years in experience, but I still want to take advantage of somebody that can take the time or free the time up for me. Mm. Uh, and so those are important steps. I think I, um, we're going to do a, a webcast in Canada coming up uh, uh, next week, I guess. And it's put on by Moody's Analytics. Um, and Moody's in Canada licenses all financial advisors here. Yeah, and okay. They've sent this out to 12,000 of their licensees. And we're going to talk about the psychology of stress. And the title of the whole presentation is How Are Your Clients Doing? And then in brackets, and how are you doing? And I, yeah. I think it's great for us to talk about how we can help advisor or help their clients. But I think we're forgetting you've got an awful lot of advisors who are just plain shell shocked. Yeah. They've never seen anything. Well, who has? Hmm. And, and it's like, okay, I, I may put on a happy face to my clients, but I'm going to bed three o'clock in the morning. Um, you know, uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm tossing and turning. Uh, worried about tomorrow and what it brings. And you've also got, you've kind of got like if, if the advisors in, in, in the middle here, you know, they might have 100 or 150 clients that are you know, potentially all calling them, asking them questions, and they're yep. the one trying to find the response. And it's like kind of bot bottling it all up. They need some release and, and someone to check in on them to, uh, to yeah. for, for that release valve, and it sounds like to a degree that's kind of what you're doing through this webcast. That's, that's what I'm doing for this group. Is, yeah. So yeah. we're going to talk about some relaxation exercises, uh, uh, just ways that you can calm yourself down. Um, what is the science of stress? And I've actually brought in a, 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 a psychologist and lecturer to one of the universities in Canada who is also going to contribute to this. Because I want the people to know what the science of stress management is. Uh, I don't think you can fix clients. Uh, you can help clients fix themselves until you fix yourself. Yeah. Uh, right. So it's all about a change in attitude. I actually think, believe it or not, that this is an extraordinary time for financial advisors. Hmm. And I, I just, I see this as an opportunity, but not for what most financial advisors do or how they currently play themselves. Hmm. Uh, and so if we can show them that not only is there a light at the end of the tunnel, but if you are excited about what you do and you believe in what you do, then sit down, define exactly what it is that you do, and then go tell as many people as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're looking for advice from somebody. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Thank you for joining me today, Barry. For, for anyone that's looking for any more of your material or to hear you speak anywhere, where can they, where, where can people find some of your, some of your stuff? You can get hold of me on uh, barrylavalley.com yep. or send you a message and, uh, and you can forward it to me. Um, yep. And I'd be, I'd be quite happy to help. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for your time today. It's very generous of you to, to, to join me. Um, hey, I'm available tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. So, you know, <laughs> we can't go anywhere. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm here. I, I won't even move. I'll, you know, yeah. I'll let the dog take me for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. All right. Thanks, Barry. Thanks, James. Enjoy your evening. I will. See you later. See you. Bye.